0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now, your hosts: Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another
1: episode of Nerd Overload, the Pop and Geek Culture Show that's waiting for their Facebook buyout.
0: I'm Cody. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Samantha.
0: We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out this week. Gotta get those Zuck dollars. Yeah, oh yeah, the Zuck bucks. The Zuck bucks. That's what money (laughs) will be in the future. Well, isn't he working on something like that? The Libra? Yeah. Yeah, there are actual (laughs) legitimate Zuck bucks Coming soon Why didn't he just call him Zuck Bucks I, I wish I hope that takes off You heard it here first folks Zuck, Zuck Bucks. Bucks Also the name of the episode Already not even a minute into the show the, I, I the, love it The only currency
1: accepted in our post apocalyptic future
0: <laughs> It'll be like the bottle caps Of fallout
1: We'll trade Zuck Bucks
0: yeah. <laughs> It'll be Mad Max rules It'll be gasoline and Zuck Bucks That's it <laughs> It's like uh. that
1: game of Anachronox where the money in that game is all Canadian loonies for some reason. <laughs> it takes place in like the far off future, but for some reason, through different events, the loony ended up being <laughs> the, the, the universal lo- currency. The, the loony, Oh, I love <laughs> it. That's great. <laughs> That's a really um, unappreciated game. Mm. It's almost like a Final Fantasy if a bunch of American game devs made it.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Uh, one of the guys from id Software, one of the Doom guys, the Commander King guy, did it.
0: Oh, right on. Right on.
1: Speaking of games, we have been watching a lot of awesome games done quick this week.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is going on, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. It's been running yeah. this
1: week. It's been pretty entertaining. Cool. It uh, always is. Yeah. We caught the awful games block this morning. <laughs> <where they laughs> played, always a treat. Oh, they I know. I missed spe- it this morning. Specifically bad games. Yeah. And, oh, God. It's What so were fun. What were some of the,
0: the bad ones they, they picked out?
1: A lot of them were just stuff that even I hadn't heard of. They really? were so like, obscure and awful. They really awful. dug deep. Yeah, <laughs> there was one. It was like Robo. Oh, I can't remember the title, but you were a little robot, little girl inside a robot, and it was a 2D platformer for the Famicom. Oh wow! And It was just hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but it was weirdly like a diva game. Like, oh, it was a similar concept. Oh, really? Round, oh. Little round robot and you get hit and she falls out of it and then you play as the little girl. <laughs> but like oh. the power ups were nonsensical. Like there's a you pick up a triangle and you get invincibility and for some reason the triangle hangs around the feet of your character sprite, so they just called it triangle shoes.
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome. And then
1: there's bad guys that are like square, so it's like get the triangle
0: but don't touch the square. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's that's awesome.
1: There was one this morning called. It was in between the horror block and the awful block. They were like transitioning between the two. It was called like Doctor Hauser or something. It wasn't Hauser because that sounds like Doogie Hauser. Yeah, but it was something like that. It was a 3D O game that was in full 3D. It was kind of like a survival horror thing. Mm -hmm. It looked a lot like Resident Evil. Like the backgrounds looked like they were pre-rendered, but they weren't.
0: Oh, really? And it
1: ran at about five or ten frames per second
0: oh jeez wow
1: <laughs> and there was like no combat but a lot of things that just kill you instantly when you do them wrong oh wow that so it was pretty entertaining to watch them like slog through this game <laughs> that's, that's 10 <laughs> frames per second uh, and then you can switch your view angle to like an overhead view or a different or first person and it gets even
0: slower real oh man <laughs> wow but uh so what were some of the uh what are some of the highlights some of the good games that you like,
1: um they watched. Were, they were glitching through Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Sure. Okay. And they found a way to like rewrite the game's code on the fly to change what is inside treasure chests. Oh my gosh. To get through the game that much quicker.
0: Wow. Like, how how quick did it uh, did they get through it?
1: It was still like a good hour. But or so,
0: but that's like a. I mean, Ocarina like what a forty-hour game. Yeah.
1: But there's one point where they just cycle through this area in the Great Deku Tree where they can change what's in one treasure chest and get like a whole bunch of different items over and
0: over again. Wow!
1: All in one room.
0: That's that's fantastic. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs>
1: I think the presentation keeps getting better and better every year, too. They get better at it.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of that is because a lot of these streamers, when they're not doing official ADGQ stuff, they're Twitch streamers, so, you know, they're getting more comfortable. They're naturally more comfortable behind the mic. Yeah. At least have
1: some practice. The Mario Mm -hmm. 3 race was very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, like, glitches and stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's just, exciting to watch people race through mario 3 oh yeah very well <laughs> yeah <laughs> any any high skill game like that is super fun to watch they had a monkey ball one. Oh, they did and it was just ridiculous how good this guy was at monkey ball just like bouncing off the edges of the mazes yeah because and... mm-hmm. you can't really cheese monkey ball you kind of just have to know like the physics and yeah how it
0: works <laughs> yeah yeah, no that's it's re- it's really fun to watch people who really really know what they're doing with one specific type of game or one or really any kind of thing. And uh yeah, there was
1: a Ninja Turtles arcade game one. Oh really? He, he tried to 1cc it, do it on one credit. He didn't quite make it. Mm. He still beat the game very quickly though. <laughs> oh, that's
0: well that's cool. That's awesome.
1: But I I was disappointed he didn't get it in one one credit. Mm. I forgot how much I do love that game. The graphics and everything are so cartoony. They're very
0: me. cartoony and very... Yeah, I like them a lot, too. Now, uh, all of this is to raise uh, money for... Um, Prevent, Prevent Cancer, Cancer Foundation. Foundation. That's it. Yeah. So that's awesome. It's, it's cool. And it's cool how it's grown every year as well. Like, it's it seems like it gets bigger and bigger. Um, I know I have um, a friend of a friend that I think he was taking his family to... F- if not this one, then the next one they're doing. Yeah, this one they're is, actually, in, is in Orlando. Oh, okay. Time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it might. It's either this one or the next one. Or they're they're going games. to. There might be summer games done quick. They're going to this year. And he was really excited about it. <laughs> I
1: would go. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I it would too. It's like fun. Mm-hmm. They're doing a, a charity speed run here in Ohio called. Oh, Buckeye Bash? Yeah, Buckeye, sp- Buckeye Speed Bash.
0: Oh, I just got a, a, a thing about that. Here the other day, but no, that's awesome. That's really cool. I would be, you know, if the tickets were, you know, relatively cheap. I would they're, be in for.
1: Unfortunately, they're not. Ah, uh, it's like sixty bucks for the weekend.
0: Well, there. Which I mean, it there goes, you have it. it I mean, goes the weekend, to, but
1: it goes to charity. Yeah. And their website is even like, sorry, the tickets are so expensive, but it's expensive to run this event. So, mm. I mean, if you're serious about it, it's probably worth it. But oh, I, sure. I can't swing sixty dollar tickets. No, and they, and they don't comp anybody either. They don't even comp the runners. Everybody has to Everybody chip has, in. Wow. So I mean, they're not being greedy yeah. about it. They I mean, just
0: it's, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> somebody's got to rent the room at the Hilton, the airport Hilton, or whatever. <laughs> airport Hilton. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it might be the airport. Hilton, yeah, right. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, but cool. That sounds awesome.
1: Speedrunning is cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could never do it because I don't have the patience.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple people speed run. One was Symphony of the Night, like a glitch through of that. And that was really interesting to watch them Kind of like, hey, if you if you hold back and down for this many seconds, and then get hit at this precise moment, you like jump half of half yeah. the screen, <laughs> half the map over, and like back and forth and stuff. That's that, really cool. That
1: was the, a lot of the Mario glitches. Is like if you jump here and turn right, you glitch through slide through this wall, and you're at the end of the level. Yeah, <laughs> I think if I was gonna speed run a game, it'd be a Mario. Hmm. Sure. What Fallout was that? One? Oh, that one was so good. Uh, this dude Tomato Angus, which had he had to change his name for it to be sure. yeah. more appropriate. Uh-huh. He speed ran Fallouts one through four in two hours. Oh my gosh. All, all four games one after the other. Wow. It was amazing. That is
0: <laughs> impressive.
1: <laughs> was it New Vegas where there's that one glitch where like you open the the menu and it like pushes
0: you forward so he was like rocketing through the sky <laughs> yeah. like he kept opening and closing and he's just like flying Like, oh
1: that's awesome yeah, he basically starts flying like a jet through the <laughs> game it's ridiculous there's one point I didn't see it because we had to go to class or whatever where he actually had like a physical like model made out of solo cups that he used to describe how you do a trick <laughs> <laughs> like he had a visual aid
0: oh wow and he wow. was a
1: funny guy too. He was yeah. one of the more the entertaining better, yeah. Yeah, presenters.
0: Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> well, very cool. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I uh, don't have a ton to check out this week. I uh, I watched a couple things. Uh, the first thing I watched uh, because uh, the something we're going to talk about at the second half of the show. Um, there's a trailer for the um, X Men spinoff New Mutants. Uh, because of that i watched the mid 90s made for television movie uh generation x <laughs> which is awful <laughs> uh, so this was taking like a bunch of like at the time no name or barely named characters and um trying to do a spin off like it was they were they made a made for tv movie to try to spin off a tv series based on these characters it was like jubilee And like, God, I can't even remember. No, not even, not even that. Like, there's a guy named Skin who could stretch his arms kind of a little bit.
1: Really good in '90s. Oh, it was real
0: bad. There was uh, a character named Mondo who had super strength, and there was a character who could shoot lasers out of his eyes, but not like Cyclops. (laughs) just lasers basically any power that allowed them to not have to animate anything other than like a lot of people with super strength, the most
1: budget conscious superpower.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And like, um, the team. And I mean, these are all like actual X-Men and the team was led by Banshee and Emma Frost, two other characters that you can get away with not having any kind of CG. You can have just Emma Frost put her hands to her temples and that's, it for your graphics and same <laughs> thing, similar with Banshee, just going ah. Just yelling. You just need the waves, the the sound waves. Oh, didn't even have that. Just blow some air then. It was (laughs) blew some, yeah. He would yell and then it would cut and you would see a kid like being pulled on like a, obviously pulled on like a string that was, you know, chroma keyed out and with like a fan blowing on them to make it look like there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically. (laughs) Loosely
1: paper blown by.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, (laughs) it was pretty rough and uh, a lot of it was pretty, pretty tame there was one scene in the uh version that i had downloaded because this show ended up it was made for us but uh eventually only really played in canada on like ctv or something like that and they could get away with a little more like stuff so jubilee just out of nowhere drops the f-bomb nice <laughs> in, in one scene and uh, i mean just once out of nowhere <laughs> and it sticks out like a sore thumb but they were like hey we could do it why not and the villain is uh, a non. It was original for the the movie. It was a guy uh, played by an actor named Matt Frewer. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that name. It
1: sounds familiar.
0: Uh, what if I said uh, Max Headroom?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, I know. yeah. It's Max Headroom. And he is basically playing budget Jim Carrey <laughs> as a mad scientist. But it's. It's cheesy, bad. It's Max like headroom probably was just on the outs at this yes, time. I imagine. Yeah, it was about. It was about had been gone for about three years at that point. So he was trying to just find other work, basically, and he was basically doing Max Headroom, <laughs> um, but as a mad scientist. But it was, in parts, it was enjoyably bad. But for the most part, it was just kind of boring. That's
1: always the worst. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, if you're going to be bad, be entertainingly bad. Yep. Yeah. Like the
1: Fantastic 4 Roger Corman movie.
0: See, that one's fun though.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good bad movie. That's a good
0: bad. Yeah. Yeah, be more like that and less like the uh Supergirl movie. Have you I've ever seen that one? Never seen that no. one. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh it's like they try to set up a lot of the Supergirl lore and try to tie it in with the Christopher Reeve Superman. But most of the movie is spent with her at an all-girls school chasing boys. Oh, fun! <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Supergirl. Yeah,
0: it's not. It's not great. It's not. It's not the best. Um, the other thing I checked out and um, check this out because um, this week is both contains David Bowie's birthday and David Bowie. The day David Bowie passed away four years ago. So I watched The Man Who Fell to Earth. It's
1: a good good movie. It's a wild movie. It's a wild trip.
0: Yeah. 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 I I had seen it previously. but We uh, watched it with his dad. Yeah. That was a
1: little awkward.
0: Oh, sure. Oh, no. I can understand that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, David Bowie, he's not the strongest actor. I mean, his music is definitely his forte. But he does a great job as an alien who comes to Earth and basically gets corrupted by you know humanity uh, humanity yeah. uh it's based on a book it, the book is pretty good uh but the and it goes in a couple different directions than the movie um i always forget that uh rip torn a young rip torn <laughs> is in that rip Torn's one of those actors that i like in my brain is always old yeah like i never think of him being like anything more than like a 50 year old man like, at the youngest like
1: Patrick Stewart you never yes. think of him as any younger than he is on Star Trek next Gen.
0: right and because he's looked the same for the past 40 yeah, years he
1: still looks like he did on Star Trek next Gen. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so uh but yeah it's if if you get a chance watch the man who fell to earth it's yeah, definitely it's a, it's a good movie it's a ride it's very good it makes you think it's
1: uh <laughs> see now I've seen that one yeah because it's a weird movie because it's a weird one <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but uh, but no that's that's all I've checked out for the week
1: i could go into my crackpot theory about how i think uh, david bowie committed assisted suicide
0: <laughs> i thought you read that he did
1: i read that his biographer said that he did mm. but the way his last album was released and the timing of which it he seemed, died it seemed yes and the way you know the way he had the cancer was I think he chose the exact day he wanted to go.
0: I believe, yeah. The way, yeah. that's There's a lot of evidence kind of pointing that direction. I can definitely see that. Because his last album was a lot of, hey, I'm not going to be around. Yeah.
1: It's a hard, it's a really, really good album. Mm-hmm. But it's also a really hard. It's listen. hard to listen. Yeah, it is. Black Star is an amazing song. And the video mm-hmm. for it is like, just some wild occult stuff going mm-hmm. on.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. God, David Bowie. Man, he's yeah. good. Why was he in Omicron the Nomad Soul? <laughs> I still need to play that game. Like it looks like hot garbage.
1: We need to just do we need to do a stream of it.
0: We do. Yeah.
1: We just need to pick a day of the week to stream every week and mm-hmm. just do
0: it. Yep, I agree. I mean, that's that's for off-mic talk, but I yeah. but I absolutely agree with you. Uh but yeah. Oh, uh, I guess I should mention for folks who don't know, Omicron the Nomad Soul was a 3D open world adventure game that David Bowie did the music for and also starred in a couple couple of roles in. And it's, it's not just the open world adventure game; it's also a, a fighting game. It's also a, a fighting game and a first person shooter. shooter. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a lot of things. And it doesn't do any of them. Not a single particularly well. Not a single thing. The adventure game stuff is kind of okay, except for the parts where if you miss an item, you have to backtrack like miles (laughs) in game miles.
1: It's better than Sierra style, where you just lose. Well, you just lose. That's that's very true.
0: But but no, the highlight of that game is David Bowie. Like, yeah, is he, in it. He does musical performances does. in it. He does and a all, couple. He yeah. does
1: all the music in it, doesn't he? Or most of the music. Between in
0: him it. and one of the guys from The Cure. Between the two of hey, them. That's, did a all good, the, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a good combination. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the music is, is the highlight.
1: Just even the opening song is good. Mm-hmm. When it's just flying through the same cyberpunk city. Yeah. <laughs> that game was ahead of its time, but also not it wasn't executed well.
0: Listen, anyone who plays Nomad Soul and then plays something like Heavy Rain, David Cage should win every award for most improved. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know, at least Omicron is like a video game. That's true. <laughs> and it's not a movie that you push buttons during. Yeah,
0: it's it's not an interactive movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that I don't like interactive movies. I think there's a place for that kind of content, yeah. and it is fun.
0: Yeah. I actually need to... Um, is is Detroit Become Human on, on PC yet?
1: I think so.
0: Okay, because that's a game that... If it ever goes on sale, I might have to pick it up, because that actually... It has a lot of hokey stuff. and it's like, still fun. It, it looks pretty... <laughs> it looks still pretty fun. It is. Yeah.
1: You just gotta turn your brain off. It's not like some sort of Academy Award winning film into a video game like no. David Cage thinks it is. But it's <laughs> a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. It's no I think Until Dawn does the same thing better. Mm. Uh because it knows it's a schlocky horror movie that you're playing through. Right. And it's got the uh Mr Robot guy mm-hmm. in it. And also, oh what's her name? The cheerleader
0: from Heroes. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah,
1: she's in it too. And they're all really good motion capture performances. <laughs> <laughs> that game doesn't get as much praise as it deserves because it, it plays better than the David Cage movie interactive movies do.
0: Are there tank controls?
1: Mm, I don't remember. There might be.
0: Okay. Because that is the biggest problem with a lot of David Cage. <laughs> K- well, the script is the biggest problem with a lot of David Cage games, but also the way people move. Everybody moves like a car. Which you is have to something
1: make... we left behind ten years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one person that I watch do streams and stuff, they're What one thing they said about um, Detroit Become Human and and Heavy Rain really is that it's it's interest. It's fascinating to see like how the studio like Quantic Dream has how good they have gotten because the games have gotten better despite. David Cage (laughs) continuing his same like if left to his devices, David Cage would continue to make just really bad games just constantly. But the dev team around him keeps reining him in just (laughs) enough to make something that is playable and actually have some fun moments. So, yeah,
1: I like how Kojima lost anybody who would ever rein him in but still managed to make a pretty solid
0: game. So yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing. Kojima, he's nuts, but at least he has he knows where he's going with it. David Cage doesn't seem in the scripts. It he doesn't seem like he knows. He doesn't have an endpoint. He just has, "Hey, I saw this in a movie once. <laughs> I think this is cool," but doesn't think of the context surrounding it. Where Kojima he also goes. I saw this in a movie once. He goes, yeah. He goes. I saw this in a movie once, but at least he he goes. I know how to fit this into my game and have it make sense contextually within the universe that I am setting up. Now, if Kojima starts getting into films, like I, from what I understand, his he wants to do, he is going to make the worst movies. Oh yeah. Oh, his movies are going to be nonsense that no one is going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Kojima's nonsense is best left for 100 plus hour games where if you don't want to read about the crazy yeah y- you just if you, don't you want- just play the game
1: like i haven't been reading the myriad of emails you receive in Death Stranding
0: oh there's a few that make that are buckwild insane <laughs> yeah there's a couple off mic that i'll tell you cuz it's uh, some of some of those ideas that he gets are they're out there.
1: I I know there's one that that's about asexuality. That's the one I'm
0: I'm dancing and around. He yeah, just
1: gets it wrong. He, ab-
0: <laughs> yeah, he he considers a cataclysmic event the cause for asexuality, and that's, that's super. Yeah, that's, super not right. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, we we can we can shuffle on past this topic.
1: <laughs> Do we need any more check it out? So We really
0: got off on a tangent yeah. there. It's a good tangent though.
1: Yeah. Um, I've been playing The Witcher on the Switch. The oh, Switcher playing Witcher. You
0: playing the The Witcher on the Switcher? And
1: you know what? It's actually it's really good on there. Really? I mean, no, it does not look great, mm. especially if you dock it. Oh no! We, yeah, we both were like, "Ooh." Yeah. <laughs> well, you, first, you're like, why aren't you playing this on the TV? And I'm like, or I told you, I'm afraid to play this on the TV <laughs> because I'm afraid what it'll look like. And you're kind of like, just do it, just put it on the TV, and I put it in the dock, yeah, and we both go. Oh, because <laughs> it's bad. It looks like, bad. Like there's blurry.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh.
1: But if you're playing it in a handheld, it looks fine. Oh, cool. It, okay. it honestly looks fine. And the frame rate holds up good. Mm. It doesn't feel slow or choppy to me at all. Oh, cool. So it's it's a perfectly serviceable way to play The Witcher, I think.
0: Serviceable? That's, hey.
1: Yeah. I've, I've been playing a little bit of it every night before I go to bed.
0: Mm-hmm. Well cool. Hey, I actually heard something um earlier today. I guess uh, Henry Cavill, he is like a huge video game guy and apparently has been basing his vocal portrayal of Geralt on the Witcher show based on the, the, games, the game. The performance of the oh, game yeah. actor except, oh. you know, British instead of English or American, but like
1: you can tell because oh, yeah. it sounds like he's doing a bad impression of the actor from the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like he's, but like I guess in every interview he keeps talking about you know more and more like oh yeah I played this game like constantly yeah. and like he
1: said he finished it like three times
0: yeah that's that's amazing it's
1: a good game yeah <laughs> and then when they ask him what console he just goes PC and he just dumps on all the consoles man <laughs> which is funny I mean if you had infinite money it'd be the place to play it, it. would be you know yeah. he's got it infinite money he's got infinite
0: money yeah he's got all that superman money yeah his ill-gotten superman money
1: he's got to do something else when he's not dating people
0: grossly younger than he is
1: sorry i just get a funny visual of this big muscle man (laughs) (laughs) at the computer (laughs) the headset on yeah Yeah. he's got this giant meat hand on a tiny mouse (laughs)
0: like i'm sorry that's just in yeah. my head, I had to get it out. Oh, sure. No, no, that's great. <laughs> I,
1: cru- I crushed another mouse again. <laughs> <laughs> He's got just some Amazon box full of mice. He pulls, just, another, he pulls one another one out. and plugs it in.
0: They had to, like, replace oh. his clothes because his muscles... Co- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in the when they were making the Witcher show,
0: Oh to repair his clothes because his muscles. <laughs>
1: that's fantastic. <laughs> Kept destroying his dumb black leather
0: armor that looks ridiculous. Oh, uh, I, I gotta watch this show. It's I gotta. Not bad. Yeah, that's, a good that's show. what I keep hearing. I keep hearing it's it's, it's not just, bad. A lot
1: of it's kind of silly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's fine. I I'll take silly. Yeah, I'll take silly over over he, serious.
1: He's just like a a little. He's like eyeshadow away, looking f- like from looking like the Nightman from Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> like if they would have gave him the cat eyes that he has in the yeah, game, you're complaining mm. about that. Yeah, because I'm like, why doesn't he have his cat eyes like the
0: game? Well, and, and, yeah, isn't just he just supposed like, to go evil in season two or something? I don't and like, because I think I swear I've seen a picture of Geralt of him with like some kind of eyeliner or something because he goes <laughs> evil. So he might end up looking like Nightman. <laughs> Which I discovered was an actual show at one point. What? There's a show called Nightman. (laughs) He was a man who played the saxophone who was struck by lightning and then could hear everyone's evil thoughts. Wow. He had no other powers, so he just fought crime in a spandex suit and hoped he didn't die. (laughs) They made two seasons of it. Wow. Yeah. It's insane.
1: So he's not the fighter of the day man. He is not the fighter (laughs) of
0: the day man, unfortunately. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news.
1: Toss a coin to your witcher.
0: Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all have patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So, if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. patreoncom nerdoverload now. right hey we're back that was diamond dogs by david bowie because hey david bowie
1: yeah and we talked a little bit about kojima too earlier yeah and,
0: so it all yeah it all fits everything's thematic this week we Actually, got it
1: we could have played the man who sold the world too that's in uh metal gear five we could have <laughs> although the song that makes me think of metal gear five the most is uh the final Countdown. <laughs> well yeah
0: <laughs> All right, hey, let's go ahead and get into some news. Uh what do we want to start off with this week?
1: Uh let's let's start on the down note so we can get, you know, go up from there. Yeah, let's
0: get the let's get the one <laughs> negative one out of the way first.
1: A famous internet humor site, College Humor, has been hit with like a huge amount of layoffs. Yeah. Uh and it really sucks cuz that's one of the original like big internet humor sites.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they had to lay off like over a hundred people. I think their their workforce is down to maybe ten people at this point, Jeez. and like they're not going to be creating new content yeah, like anymore.
1: one guy is going to be in charge of it now. It's it's one guy,
0: <laughs> and they're basically just whatever they have waiting to release. They're just going to release on a schedule, and then that is it. Because
1: they they just started like a pay uh, their own streaming service. Yeah, called Dropout, and it looked like it had good stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same thing that happened to cracked
0: mm-hmm.
1: a couple. I think a couple of years ago at this point.
0: Yeah, but uh, but no, this is a real shame, and uh, I put. I mean, there are many people that you can point the blame at for for the uh, the you know the end of college humor, but I personally point the blame almost directly at Facebook. So um, the reason for that is a few years ago, uh, Facebook. Uh, wanted to try to be a, a video competitor to YouTube.
1: They wanted to, a piece of that YouTube pie.
0: Pretty much, yeah. So they uh, had a bunch of, they ended up getting a bunch of uh, video content creators like CollegeHumor and I think Dorkly and I think... I think Wasn't there, was, there a was Rotten Tomatoes? There was, one? A, there was something like that. I remember yeah. they
1: made you watch their show to see what the review percentage for, I think, Batman v S- Superman was. Yeah,
0: something like that. <laughs> but uh, they got all these different uh, web um, video producer uh, production companies um, to sign exclusive contracts with Facebook. And what Facebook did was they. Uh, artificially inflated their view counts. So they could seem as though they were getting, you know, millions of hits per video, uh, which is great for like, you know, a company making the videos because they think, Hey, that means we're seeing more people. That's more ad revenue. That's, you know, that's great. Business is booming. Problem is Facebook was not giving those inflated numbers. Rightfully so to the uh, advertisers, So, um, advertisers weren't paying out as much as say college humor thought they should have been making because of those inflated numbers. And because of that, uh, they ended up with like almost no money.
1: (laughs) Oh, and Facebook's video player is just like a nightmare. It's
0: hot garbage.
1: You'll watch one video because you wanted to, and it'll roll into something that just like is the world's worst content you would ever oh. never
0: want to watch. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's
1: just like somebody's like newgrounds cartoon about Pokemon. Yeah. It's like I don't want to see
0: this. Well, the truth is if I see a video that I want to watch on YouTube, I will or uh, on on Facebook, I will close the Facebook app and go to YouTube <laughs> and, and just and there. just search it because I don't I don't like it. I don't it's it's no good. And this is just dirty business practicing yeah uh, but par for the course with Facebook unfortunately
1: and it's and a lot of times like somebody with a whole bunch of money will roll up and buy these these websites and then not know what to do with them at all well what happened to uh, the like Gawker
0: uh, has cheeseburger yeah although they I never liked their no. content all they, that much but they were in a similar boat yeah. because someone came in bought up all their stuff and they didn't know what to do with it.
1: Because all they did was, was steal images off of image boards and repurpose them in a yeah. more palatable form,
0: I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the best, but <laughs> there was there was a market for that at one point.
1: It's like, I want to see the jokes from 4chan, but I really don't want to have to interact with the rest of that environment. And that's but, what Cheeseburger
0: was. <laughs> but that there is. I mean, yeah. I I don't want to have to go to yeah, 4chan. I, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> not these days yeah but anyway this is a shame And <laughs> you know there are there's you know over a hundred uh, very funny very talented you know people that are out looking for jobs now and i hope they all land on their feet yes it's, i wish
1: them all all the best
0: yeah it looks like a lot of them are being scooped up by different i mean a lot of them are getting you know going places where they're going to where mm-hmm. their content's going to be seen get picked up by buzzfeed or- that would be good but so the, the, uh, yeah.
1: the the ghost the ghost voice from Buzzfeed mm-hmm. they recently left and started their own production company. Oh really? So Yeah. What is their show called? Buzzfeed Unsolved. Oh okay. That's a very good show too. They're very funny dudes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well yeah, I I just hope I just you know, I just wish all these folks the best. I hope they yeah. uh hope they uh, they make it. Okay, so a yeah. more
1: uplifting topic. More uh, upbeat. Okay, more I like upbeat, it. extremely upbeat topic. The Birds of Prey trailer yes, came out today, yes. and it is great. It is it's really hilarious. super good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I know I had my reservations about this film at first, but watching this trailer, I am so in.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Suicide Squad connection doesn't do it any favors, but it looks like they're literally blowing that up within the first couple minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> No, it looks like, yes, this is going to be its own thing. They just happen to have the same Harley Quinn in them, and that's I, it. And I, that's I, awesome.
1: I love Margot Robbie's take on Harley mm-hmm. Quinn. I, do I too. think she's hilarious in yep. these trailers.
0: Yep. Uh you get to see a little more of some of the other members of the team. Um, I think uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress is going to be great because they're just like she's just so angry.
1: Yeah, she's gonna be the angry and and deadpan uh yeah. Like polar opposite to Harley. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. But no, it's that's great. See
1: black Canary do the Canary Cry, mm-hmm. which means they're going to lean into crazy superpowers, kind of.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask actually has a black mask in this, so that's awesome. It's
1: just I'm excited. I'm super stoked for it. It yeah. looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I am too. And the uh, Harley Quinn animated series has made me have made me come around on the fact that. Harley Quinn doesn't need to sound like Arlene Sorkin all the time mm-hmm. to be good. Yeah. There's room in this world for multiple takes on it's, Harley Quinn.
0: <laughs> it's more about the spirit of the character and not a, it doesn't have to be the voice of yeah, the character. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't wait. This is fantastic. Uh, Polar opposite style of trailer. Uh, the New Mutants <laughs> dropped a trailer. Um, and it's dark. It's, it's dark and spooky. Spooky.
1: I mean, and it looks like it could be
0: good. Yeah, well, I mean it the last trailer for this movie came out in October of twenty seventeen, so <laughs> they've had the time. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Well, there's been a lot of shakeups in the movie world since
0: uh, then. <laughs> a few, yeah. This is going to be the last X Men adjacent uh production uh that does not have Disney's fingers all over it. Yeah. This is this is it. Um,
1: this is the last thing before Disney controls all fiction,
0: yeah, for, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, this—I uh, mean, this trailer—it's definitely not a superhero movie. It's no. which, which I, <laughs> which I knew going in. I remember, I remember when they originally announced it. And this was God, this was even earlier than 2017. This this movie's been in production for a very long yeah. time. But the way they described it, it was—it is a horror movie, but the main protagonist just happened to have superpowers.
1: They were doing the superhero horror movie before uh, Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. The new Doctor Strange was even a twinkle in anyone's eye. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, and it's it looks really good. I really like the characters that they are, they've picked for this. I think it's interesting that they are focused, like the main focus is going to be Danny Moonstar, who has an interesting power set. She can pull your um, fears out of your head psychically, and project them as an illusion.
1: Isn't that like what, uh Bird Box?
0: A little bit. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's like Bird Box. Yeah, a little bit. I, I know suppose. I don't know.
1: I never saw that movie, but it yeah, sounds it's, like Bird
0: Box. <laughs> it is, but done better. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it has um you know one of my favorite characters, Cannonball, isn't it? Who who is invulnerable while he flies through the air. Or as he puts it in the comics, I'm nigh invincible when I'm blasting
1: <laughs> when I'm blasting. <laughs> I just hear Nigh Invincible and it makes me think of The Tick. The Tick, yeah. <laughs> it's like the guy, the cannon guy from Fire Me Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The human bullet and yeah. Fire Me Boy. And Fire Me Boy. <laughs> Fire Me Boy.
0: <laughs>
1: and then that that's these kids' name is Fire Me Boy. Fire <laughs> Me Boy, yeah. That's,
0: that's a great sidekick name. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I, I need yeah. to go
1: and watch more of the animated tech.
0: Oh, it's so good. When it,
1: when it's, when it hits, it hits hard. <laughs> There's an occasional episode that's like, eh, that was yeah. obviously a kid's cartoon, like not amazing. But the good ones are so good.
0: Proto Clown is probably my favorite episode. <laughs> I love the episode where um, a scientist creates a genetically altered clown because he thought, clowns are funny. If I make a big clown... He'd be even funnier because bigger <laughs> is funnier. So he you end up with an incredible Hulk style clown who doesn't like being laughed at and he punches the Hulk into or he punches the tick into space and Oh that's when he has that big like philosophical journey mm-hmm. through space and runs into like their version of Galactus. <laughs> yeah. Proto clown hate laugh <laughs> It's so good. And like the scientist is so sincere, he's like, I created the perfect clown, and I thought if the clown was bigger, he'd be funnier. (laughs) Oh, it's so good.
1: (laughs) I think we're contractually obligated to mention Little Wooden Boy.
0: Yo, Little Wooden Boy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Little Wooden Boy. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I'm so mad at Amazon for canceling the live action ticket. Me
0: too. It was was super good. Oh. Oh, well, you know what? The Tick Give it Give it a couple five years, someone else would do something with a tick because that project will never end. and
1: it's too good not to. Yeah, especially in our oversaturated superhero market.
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh I honestly, it would be great if <laughs> you know it would be great and the tone may not be a hundred percent perfect, but but follow me on this. after the Harley Quinn cartoon series for DC. Uh, universe ends because that show unless they move that show to another streaming service it's going to be a one and done yeah i have a feeling
1: die an undeserved death
0: can you see a tick series in that vein where the tick is the only totally completely altruistic character where everyone else is harley quinn universe style over the top yeah but the tick is like is like sticks out like a sore thumb because he is so overly like na- naive yeah. and like yeah chaotic good chaotic yes <laughs> chaotic good in a chaotic neutral world yeah yeah I uh I like that but the new Mut- mutants trailer looks really good I I don't think it's going to be for everybody especially because it, it definitely is more horror than superhero but um I think it's going don't to- bring your kids to don't bring yeah yeah Not Not that leave- anybody
1: listens to that no no. <laughs> If the Deadpool audiences are any (laughs)
0: indication. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, a couple of quick hits before we get into the Pokemon news. Uh, There's going to be a Knives Out sequel, kind of. It's it's really more of the uh, Daniel Craig's character, Benoit Blanc. It's just another mystery movie starring his character great
1: there needs to be more mystery movies in general i agree i'm down for that
0: i agree and if the if they're all done in a similar vein to knives out which is just like clue, uh i'm, I'm down yeah. perfect good uh got a couple of superhero movie casting news uh colin farrell has been uh he he had been cast a while back, but they never said who he was going to be in the new Batman movie. Well, they have announced that he is going to be a version of the Penguin.
1: So he's going to have to
0: just get really short and gain a lot of
1: weight. Yeah. <laughs> no, they won't do that. They penguin. won't do
0: that. They'll go the Gotham route. Yeah. Where, where it's like the Penguin, but he's a skinny guy. He just kind of has a long nose or something. This Batman movie is shaping up to look... Very interesting. I I know the story that they're basing it on, and there I know why they're doing it. It's an excuse to put all of the villains in like cameo roles. Like a lot of these, like the Riddler's going to show up at one point. You know, Penguins here. There's uh, it's the or it, among other things, it's the origin of Two Face. It's it has Catwoman show up for a bit. I mean, it's it's a little bit of everything, and.
1: Whoever is in charge knows the fact that the villains are the best part of Batman.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you have Batman who is so... I like Batman as a character. I don't talk about Batman much because everybody likes Batman a little bit. But Batman is so driven in his one goal of stopping crime that it makes him almost two-dimensional. Like, you can't do... I mean, you can do a lot with, with Bruce Wayne and Batman, but... Like in a movie setting, it's basically, I am a block of wood who has to fight for justice. I punch good. I punch good. And I have money that to buy, (laughs) to buy bat car. But so the real fun is in the, the, the wild uh, villain characters. So, but so I think this is good casting. I, I like Colin Farrell. I think he's a good actor. Uh, On the flip side of things, Christian Bale has been cast as uh, an unnamed role in uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. He's going to be Batman. He's going to be Batman in <laughs> Thor, Love, <laughs> and Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Per- might as- You know what? Might as well. No. <laughs> uh, they haven't announced what his role is going to be. If I had to guess, he has the voice and his face is angular enough. I think he's going to be Beta Ray Bill, who is like Space Thor, kind of. He's gonna be Frog Thor. Oh, that would be Or Cat Thor. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be wonderful if within the first like the movie starts with Chris uh Chris Hemsworth being turned into a frog <laughs> and like that's and they go from there to uh Jane Foster as as the new Thor.
1: Yes, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh uh Beta Ray Bill is a Thor fra is a guy is an alien from another species who uh Mjolnir Deemed worthy of bestowing the powers of Thor onto Um, his defining feature is he's a big buff guy with a horse face
1: (laughs) horse for a head.
0: Yeah, he has a horse for a head. (laughs) And uh, I mean, I love Beta Ray Bell. He's a great character. I think he's great because he is like just alien enough and he's like doesn't have like any social graces he's just like i am here to stop crime and that is it he's is, he is almost like space robocop with a horse face and we need more wild things in in these movies i i go bigger yeah. i want i want superhero movies to go bigger we've done we've seen pretty big we've seen i mean infinity war was very big but we just need to go wilder
1: i mean with thor dipping his toe in the guardians mm-hmm. universe it's it's going to go that way <laughs> it's got to yeah
0: and i'm i'm so here for it um okay so the last thing we have here um Some big time pokemon news big time pokemon news do we want to start with the little one
1: yeah yeah they're uh, remaking uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, the Red and Blue Rescue Team. Yeah, that but was... they're calling it Rescue Team DX, I think.
0: Right, so they're putting the features from both games into one game. So I've never played the Mystery Dungeon game. So what is this? It's a
1: roguelike dungeon crawler that also happens to have Pokemon
0: in it. Okay, so it's not like you're catching things and...
1: No, and there's no humans
0: right. in them at all. Right, like your your character is a human that's been turned into a Pikachu. Yeah. And so you're going through dungeons and fighting things and like real-time kind of things. Save, not real-time. Not real-time? turn-based. Turn-based, like okay. Every
1: time you move, everything else moves.
0: Oh, gotcha. Type okay. of turn-based. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And, you know, that's that's fine. That's fun. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I've i never been a huge fan. I, I like mystery dungeon games, but I've mm-hmm. never been a huge fan of the Pokemon ones. I for yeah I've
0: I've never played them I've never had much interest although the art style in this yeah you know, they, it looks very painted they it went
1: for like a painterly picture booky looking yeah it's really nice yeah
0: it actually reminded me a lot of like old school Winnie the Pooh That's like, what I was
1: about to say it reminds me of the Winnie the Pooh levels in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> yeah
0: yeah or just like the illustr it's very very illustrated and yeah uh, it's a good look I like it yeah I like it I don't know I don't know if I like it enough to pick it up Especially but, since
1: it's probably going to be like 60 bucks.
0: Yeah, that's not going mm, mm. <laughs> to...
1: For a Game Boy Advance game that <laughs> looks pretty. Right. I don't know. I really like the Mystery Dungeon games, the, the Dragon Quest ones, where you play as Torneko from Dragon Quest IV. Mm. Those are really good. Um, there's one based on Tower of Duraga, that old Namco arcade game.
0: Sounds familiar. That's really good,
1: but for some reason, when they put the Pokemon in, I lose interest. I guess because I'm not collecting cool swords at that point.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, probably. There,
1: there's not. I mean, there's like loot that you get, but it's not the same.
0: You can collect a cool sword, you know, eighty yeah, slash.
1: Yeah, one. Yeah, eighty
0: <laughs> Yeah, actually, that one's two swords.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about the other stuff, the big uh, news. So, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, okay, before I get into this, so Pokemon games. Typically, they release a couple in their mainline games, and then they release like a, a deluxe version or a sequel version or something like that. Is that or sound? the
1: last couple games, it's been two other Two versions. other games. So,
0: like, yeah, there was like Sun and Moon, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon.
1: Or there was uh, Black
0: 2, White 2.
1: Yellow. Pokemon Yellow. Pokemon was Yellow was one. the first
0: one, yeah. And they've done this all the way from the beginning. And it always, to be honest, it always. For the longest time, I was not on the uh, Pokemon main line. Like, I never bought the games when they first came out. I would always wait for the third one. I had yellow. I had crystal. I had Plat- uh, platinum. Platinum. So... Plats. Yeah, Plats. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think I did that all the way up to through Gen 4 because I never picked up Gen 5 because I didn't really care for black or white. Uh, I
1: never. I just never bought the reissue.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I get
1: the first one, and I'm like, well, I'm not bothering with that. Yeah. See, and, and I, I would,
0: f- and I always wait for. I would not yeah. get the original and get the reissue I've with the extra felt, features.
1: I'd never felt like I'd really missed anything. Yeah.
0: But uh, so, uh, and people were kind of speculating they're going to do something similar with this, uh, with Sword and Shield, and I was kind of dreading that happening. Actually,
1: I heard the Sun and Shield one actually, or not Sun and Shield. Sun and Moon one makes the story worse. Really? They make some edits to the story that makes it not hit as hard.
0: Oh man, bummer.
1: Cuz there was some actually
0: good there beats was, in there. There, there was, was some good stuff. There was a little
1: bit of meat on the bones on that one. In
0: Sun and Moon, yeah. And
1: apparently they kind of double back and make it not as good. Oh,
0: bummer. But uh anyway, uh instead of doing like an ultra sword and ultra shield, they are for the first time ever doing paid DLC,
1: which is fine. With which me. is great.
0: I'm I'm stoked for it. It is um going to be put out in a couple of chunks similar to the uh um, Zelda, Zelda one. It's a
1: lot like the Zelda a one. A
0: lot like the Zelda one. Uh the first one's coming out in June, the next one's coming out in November. So got a little time to wait, but it, each section is opening up a like a new area with and it's introducing a bunch of previously uh, created Pokemon yeah. that you couldn't get in the game otherwise 200
1: returning 200 over 200 over 200 returning Pokemon which
0: is pretty great uh the areas look amazing I the isle was it the Isle of armor
1: yeah the Isle of armor and the some kind of tundra uh
0: crown tundra crown
1: tundra
0: yeah so I I like that they're going still going with like the uh the knights and like that kind of uh theming I'm stoked I mean it's it's 30 bucks.
1: But that's for both.
0: That's for both parts. I've
1: seen a lot of people confused about how it yeah, works. People a lot hmm. of people think it's 60 bucks for both parts. No, you just buy it once for thirty dollars.
0: Yeah, people comprehension skills on this has been troubling. Yeah. And I don't
1: <laughs> think it's that complicated. I don't know where the disconnect is other than maybe they just want to be mad.
0: People no one <laughs> is ever going to be happy about anything when it comes to Pokemon like Star Wars like Star Wars (laughs) it's too big it's too big to succeed Uh, (laughs) but like I'm 30 bucks it sounds like a lot at the outset but it's for two it's it's for a full almost a full year's worth of content it is half the price of what would have been the alternative which would be an all-new game yeah plus you wouldn't you don't have to start over fresh you can use your save from the previous yeah. game.
1: And if you think about it, it's really 15 bucks an area, which is yeah. perfectly reasonable That's perfe- price for a DLC. That's
0: perfectly reasonable. <laughs> and you know what? If you don't want to buy them, you don't have to because the game is coming with a free update that allows you to receive any of the Pokemon that are being added in these um, updates, paid yeah. DLC. So if
1: you have a friend that gets the DLC, they can give you... They can you- just
0: trade you all the stuff yeah. and, and then you're set. And I think that's perfectly reasonable. Or even, you
1: could even uh, ra- surprise trade. Is that what they're calling surprise it trade? Now? I, you could surprise trade and get a Snorlax with Cradle Cap,
0: <laughs> or not Snorlax. Slow, Slowpoke poke. Slow poke with Cradle Cap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the new slow, There's a new slow poke that has just like yellow it's on so... his head. It's like, why does he have Cradle Cap?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I'll tell you what, I've used the the surprise trade, and all I get are Wooloo's. All I get are those dumb sheep.
1: I got starters a couple times. Really? Yeah, I think I have all three starters just from pure luck.
0: I get junk. I trade away good things. Like I was, I was training up like a good um, uh, score bunny, and a lot of my, you know, okay, but not what I was looking for. uh, I hatched. I was trading out because it's like perfectly reasonable stuff, and I was getting like garbage Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'm i'm stoked with this they're adding a couple other features uh, especially with the isle of armor it's like an xp share which is going to be good there's um the apricorns which is a cool feature that uh, I think was super underused. It
1: was only in the second,
0: so the game. the second game, where you basically sh- uh, got um, you
1: crafted Pokeballs.
0: You crafted, a- yeah, yeah. You made <laughs> artisanal like art-
1: Pokeballs, artisanal Pokeballs
0: yeah. to catch to catch your buddies with. And there was like a third thing that they that they a lot of new clothes, a lot of new clothes, and a
1: lot of cool like punk styles. Yeah, which is what I'm like when I went to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, that what's his Pierce? Yeah, as I'm like, "Where's your clothes shop? Because I want to buy all your rad clothes." Yeah, they don't have it, one in well, there.
0: now it's going to it's <laughs> going to be there. Um,
1: it's is it clear that they just didn't have enough time, and yes. this is them putting the rest of the game together? Yes, yes, that's but, that's exactly what it is. But I'm not mad. No, I'm not either.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I think there was sixty dollars worth of content mm-hmm. in. Was it the best Pokemon content? No, but it was sixty dollars worth of Pokemon. No, but I
0: think I think with this all together, I think once this is all released, and if they, you know what, and there's nothing saying that they won't do more DLC after this. It just kind of depends, you know. Vote with your dollar. Yeah, and it'll do great. And it'll do great. People tried to boycott
1: this one, and it's the best selling (laughs) one, so I (laughs) think it'll do okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um. So I think this has the. Biggest potential to be the best one if they keep working on it and keep adding stuff in. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked for the new, um, the uh, gigantamax co-
1: there's there some kind of new co-op system they were talking about going into dungeon
0: rating yeah, yeah. Like
1: going into dungeons as teams and that's whatever that entails
0: sounds cool that's cool because i like the little bit of um i've tried some of the uh, online stuff
1: and it's fun yeah it's the fun. raid battles are fun yeah it's the, fun it's there, fine there's not a whole lot there but it's fun and it's, this will fix that this probably. will fix that <laughs> yeah
0: yeah this it seemed like we got a good 80 percent of the game when sword and shield dropped and this seems like the extra 20% plus maybe an extra 5% on top just to say, Hey, Sorry. here you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I like the Galarian forms of the, um, oh, the uh, three birds. birds.
1: Yeah. The three birds from the original game have new forms. They all oh, look good.
0: Zapdos looks like an ostrich.
1: Uh, Articuno has like these really cool sun class looking things like phantom
0: thief mask on his face. First thing I thought was tuxedo mask, yeah. but yeah, especially because it like flopped its wing out like it's <laughs> yeah. like a cape or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Um, it's a shame that we didn't really get much else in the direct because this direct was like 20 minutes long. Uh, the only thing about uh, Pokemon Home we got was that, hey, it's going to be here in about a month.
1: Yeah, it comes out in February. What does it do? I don't know.
0: No, They don't know yet Holds either. Holds your
1: Pokemon, I guess. Yeah. Um, You're going to be able to copy Pokemon from uh, that last game. Let's go, let's go. EV Pikachu into Sword and Shield. And that's,
0: and that's cool. At least I, the
1: ones that appear, which sounds like it'll be most of them at this
0: point. I think so, yeah. And you can actually also put stuff from uh, Pokemon Go into it as well it has that connectivity so that's cool so that means you can at least get the first 151 over there if the game will allow you but yeah i'm stoked i'm i'm really i'm really uh really i hope home has
1: some extra cool features like trading and and maybe like a battle simulation like a like a pokemon stadium style like set up some battles so you can play with so
0: yeah, that would be cool. different moves and stuff. Not like a game, <laughs> not like a game, but yeah, uh, like I know there's going to be trading and I'm pretty sure there's going to be mini games, which I think you could then use to get like in game. Like you could pro- it's probably do mini games on your phone to earn battle points so that you can do uh, post game stuff in sword and shield, which is similar to what they did w- with the um, Pokemon online whatever i forget what they called it bank pokemon bank no it wasn't yeah. the pokemon bank but there was like an online oh, thing global th- Global connect whatever yeah uh they did something similar with that um that was the, like their web browser thing i think they're going to do something like that and that's cool i'm i'm down with it but yeah i think that's i th- i'm i'm excited for it i i know there's a lot of people that are upset but yeah i don't know it's
1: a, it's a children's monster game you're gonna have to let it go
0: yeah pretty much like, yeah
1: just enjoy what's there.
0: Yeah, enjoy. Exactly. Enjoy what the, what's there. They could have very easily said, hey, we put out this game and we're happy with the content that we did and we're done. Or they could make you buy a full $60 game again. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, cool with it.
1: People are, they locked all the Pokemon behind a paywall. It's like, no, no. actually they didn't. No, could they didn't. still get them. Yeah. Like they could have did. They could have literally could locked have. them behind the paywall, but they didn't do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> they locked story content story but content
0: that's but, that's, but hey that's fine whatever i'm
1: willing to pay for more story content. yeah
0: yeah same here
1: i think that's absolutely fair
0: mm-hmm. all right well it sounds like we're kind of uh g- talking ourselves in a circle here so to- yeah we're both right yeah <laughs> all right so uh so we've actually hit time so let's go ahead and wrap things up
1: we forgot about the email
0: that's, That's right. We got an email from, from um, power listener Jerry. Uh, we'll read it next week. I promise we'll get to it. We kind of ran out of time.
1: Had some good Star Wars stuff in it, there. It and did. I always and, like talking about Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, we are
0: absolutely going to get to it. Jerry, I got your email. We have some responses. Just, you know, hang tight for a week. We promise. But, uh, yeah, you've been listening to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can find us on all sorts of uh, social media as, uh, areas like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram by doing a search for Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com.
1: You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload message hotline, hotline at 586-372-8020. leave us a message with your Pokemon. Hot opinion. takes. Hot takes. Hot takes, takes. What <laughs> do <laughs> you think of the DLC? Let us <laughs> know. <spicy takes. laughs> How bad do you think that cradle cap is on that slope? <laughs> He's beautiful. <laughs> He's going to grow a big, long, blonde mane. Oh, I hope so. Like uh, that Doug Trio from...
0: Doug Trio, yeah, Yeah. or uh, uh, Amphros, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast catchers, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you can check that out over there. You can actually get the show a couple days early, which is pretty cool. And uh, finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at DavidPencil.com. So, uh, yeah, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.